We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey, what's up, San Diego? Happy weekend to you. Friday afternoon on Gwyn and Chris. Chris, hello, Matt Scraby, together in our Odyssey Palace studios. Tony Gwynn Jr. should be with us in about 10 minutes. Yeah. My goodness, they are playing a race to the finish line baseball today in spring training. Padres and Royals already in the bottom of the eighth inning, Scraby. This I should know. be over shortly. The, uh, the powerhouse Royals, 11-2 mm-hmm. in Cactus League play looking to extend their lead over the Padres in the race for the Cactus League Championship. The Royals lead the Padres one to nothing <laughs> in the bottom of the eighth inning. Quite the game today. You know who's got a base hit in this game? Fernando Mill Reyes, the big fella, has got a base hit oh, in this I game. Oh, I thought you were going to say Fernando Tatis. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., not, not in, in the, the lineup, lineup today. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no way he's going to get a hit today. Jake Cronenworth, Rookned Odor. Uh, and uh, that's about it for the Padres. They only have four hits total today, but a good outing by Jay Groom. Now, was he acquired in the Eric Hosmer? He was. He was the deal. Yes, he did. The Padres, I went over earlier this week, the Padres trade Eric Hosmer and a couple other guys in some cash to the Red Sox for that's Jay right. Groom, yeah, who Jay was a Groom. 12th overall pick at one point. Yeah, so maybe this will work out for the Padres. Jay Groom, four innings, allowed three hits, did walk three. He yeah. also struck out three today, so he has not given up any, an earned run yet this spring. And uh, so good outing by him over four innings today. But Padres are trailing here one nothing as Okar has his third stolen base of the spring. As Okar's having a spring. He really is. I mean, he's like, he's like I'm making this team, <laughs> and you are not going to be able to do anything about it. I mean, he's got nine RBIs. He's got three stolen bases. So hitting 308 having a nice spring Jake Cronenworth at 381 this spring so some of the guys that uh the regulars as it were were you here the are other doing day doing a nice job when, was i here the other day no, no. when tony i don't when, know what other day you're talking about uh monday i i don't remember when we said this but tony said that he was talking to Jake Cronenworth um Jacob recent, Jacob Cronenworth recently yes. And he, I guess he wouldn't say it to anyone, but Jacob was, or I'm just going to keep calling him Jake. Yeah, just call him Jake. Jake uh, said that he was dealing with something last year. And so, oh. and, and there was nothing else to be said about it, although that he was just fighting injury um, or, you know, soreness or whatever. May but, not have been 100%. Yeah, now last he's year. feeling great, Tony said. You know what? He looked 100% in that last at bat against the Dodgers. He sure That's did. That's all that really <laughs> he matters. He sure did. That's all that really matters for Jake Cronenworth. I mean, his season will be capsulized forever in Padre lore on that two run single that capped that five run seventh inning 
in the deciding game of the National League Divisional Playoff Series. Uh, the only run of the game today provided by the uh, Royals' Tyler Tolbert, wearing number 92, <laughs> a second baseman <laughs> who hit a home run. I love that. Off of uh, one of the Padres' uh, kind of mop-up relievers. Uh, let me see who it is. Daniel Tapia. Domingo Tapia gave up the home run. So, anyway, that's where they are. one nothing Royals in the bottom of the eighth inning. Tony Gwynn Jr., I'm sure we'll be uh, racing the Mobile to get back to Peoria <laughs> and join the program as soon as he can. But until then, we'll hold down the fort, Scraby. We've got some Padre pen pals coming up in this oh, hour. Oh, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. You did. Yes. You're I not calling. It's not Padre pen pals. It's a variation of Padre's pen it, no, pals. No, it's a variation of sports court. This is completely my fault. It was originally Padre's pen pals, but now yeah. it's sports court. All right. Well, whatever you want to call it, it's coming up <laughs> at uh, 2.40 this afternoon. Uh, Mark Ziegler is in Las Vegas, of course, uh, covering the Aztecs. He will give us a preview of tonight's uh, Mountain West Conference semifinal. The Aztecs getting set to take on San Jose State. That'll be after our show uh, is over. They don't play until 6.30 tonight, but Mark Ziegler will give us a preview of the game. I'll tell you what, the Mountain West Conference uh, first round. I mean, look, you had the Aztec game, which went right down to the final shot. Mm -hmm. Isaiah Stevens Heaves one from three-quarters court. It bounces off the rim. That's how close Colorado State was to sending that game to overtime. Then the next two games, UNLV against uh, Boise State and San Jose State against Nevada, both those games went to overtime. Mm. So, I mean, it was a very competitive first uh, day of action. The final game late last night, if you missed it, Utah State ousted New Mexico. A lot of people thought New Mexico was going to make a run in this tournament. They're not. Uh, Utah State beat them. Now, we'll talk to Ziegler about this, but the key result yesterday, really in the Mountain West Conference tournament, was San Jose State in overtime over Nevada, because I think that'll probably put Steve Alford on the sidelines for the (laughs) NCAA tournament. You're not going to be able to yell at anybody in the NCAA tournament this year. He's going to have to scream and yell and plead his case in the NIT, because Pretty sure Nevada is not going to make it. I think Utah State will get in now. Uh, we know Boise State and the Aztecs. I mean, that's really it, those three. The other possibility is that San Jose State wins the tournament, and if they win it, then obviously they get the automatic berth. I'm so pl- I'm being there's you, still Chris. a chance for another team from the Mountain West, but I think it's going to be the Aztecs, Boise State, I think probably Utah State, and then San Jose State, if they can win the tournament. I know the games, I mean, they matter, but they don't matter. And I'm going to be like you. I'm very nervous about this game tonight for the Aztecs. You should be. Yeah. You should be. San Jose State looks really, really good. They're playing great basketball. Uh, they did play the Aztecs once this year uh, here in San Diego. And if I recall, San Jose State scored like 14 points in the first half. They Ooh. just absolutely, well, I was going to say they... They played poorly, is what I meant to say there, okay? And they came in here, they had bright eyes, and they were all excited about pulling off an upset, and the Aztecs just stuck it to them. But I don't think that's going to happen again. Amari Moore is playing well, the player of the year. Tim Miles, I don't know if you heard this, the head coach of San Jose State, the guy who won the Coach of the Year award, Mm -hmm. he's already being uh, considered as the front runner to take over at Cal. Because Cal fired their coach yesterday after a three and twenty nine season or something. I mean, like that's that. a huge. That's a huge so, job. So uh, that's a that could be a big step up for Tim Miles. But as long as he's focused on the job at hand, look, San Jose State has everything to play for tonight. The Aztecs have 
really very little to play for. And that's, that's what, what I'm makes gonna me talk nervous. About. So I'm going to talk about with Ziegler later yeah. uh, when he comes on the show. I mean, are the Aztecs really going to be up for this game tonight? They survived the game yesterday. They made it to the semifinals for the 16th year in a row. I I I'm all I can't. I'm going to say this before the game. I'll say this before the game. Okay. That if they lose tonight, it's not going to break my heart. All right, good. And the reason I'm saying that is because then they'd get tomorrow off. They wouldn't have to play three games in three days, and they could start resting up for the NCAA tournament if they lose tonight. I say that now, but once the game gets underway, oh, yeah, I know. I'll be you know. Going crazy You'll and, be busy. and completely ticked off if they blow the game. So, uh, but I'll say it now: it, it, it's not really a big game for San Diego State tonight, and it's a huge game for San Jose State. So, uh, but we will uh, preview it all with Mark Ziegler and uh, go over some of the uh, Player of the Year awards in the Mountain West Conference, etc. With him uh, coming up in the four o'clock hour today, in and around that daily gambit. Includes a look at the Oscars. Yes, it the does. Academy Awards are coming up on Sunday. I still, I still, and I've talked to more people now. Ever remember? I maybe I gave you an assignment about a month ago to watch that movie. The I, assignment was please watch the movie Everything Everywhere, everywhere. All at yes. Once, and please, as a younger generation person, explain it to me because I can't figure it out. It makes no sense to me. I don't get it. I didn't like it. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't understand any of it. <laughs> and yet it's supposed to win every Academy Award on Sunday. And you came back with the report of, yeah, I didn't really get it all that much either. Yeah. I, yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 I kind of got you... it, but I kind of didn't. Yeah. And, and I thought that most of it was pretty funny and it was entertaining to watch, but... I don't see Best Picture, in my opinion. Best Picture. I mean, it's like the runaway favorite to win. Not only that, but uh, most of the major awards at the Academy Awards on Sunday up in Hollywood. So uh, we'll do our little Academy Awards preview. I, I, you know, I, I've talked to a, probably a dozen people since I sent you on assignment. <laughs> yes. And I've asked them all the same question. Did you like this movie? Almost every one of them said, I don't know. And I said, "Why is that?" And they said, "Because I couldn't make it through the first twenty minutes of the movie." Well, like, that, you got to give people, it more than twenty minutes. People didn't even like it enough to watch the whole thing. But you got to give it more than twenty minutes. No, but if everybody tells me the same thing that they tried to watch it and they eventually clicked off, that's where me and like you are different. I'm they, watching everything. They if couldn't I'm even make, it. people I've talked to couldn't even make it through that movie. So maybe look, if somebody out there is a fan of that movie, everything everywhere all at once is supposed to win the Academy Award Sunday, call the show or text us or tweet us something and just explain to me why you think it's so great because I don't really get it I, I don't get it, but we'll do our little Academy Award preview daily gambit coming up in the three o'clock hour. I like our countdown today, Scraby. This one's tough for me. Tough for you because you don't have the depth <laughs> of knowledge I that I, I don't. do. I don't. But I'm um, curious to see what you come up with. Okay. The countdown today will be the top five Aztecs basketball players ever. Mm -hmm. And uh, ever is is a while. It right? is a while. So uh, we will uh, dive into that in our countdown a little bit later. And you can uh, kind of play along with us and uh, think of your top five Aztec basketball favorites. Uh, Chris versus the fans today. Did you load up the questions again after I wiped out your uh, entire I repertoire did. yesterday? Thankfully, I only had to load up on question number ones. Question number ones was yeah. really all you had to do? Yeah, because yeah, we got right, nobody the, could get through question number one No one could get through yesterday. question number one. We didn't even get to question number so three, It is so funny. Chris versus the fans is such an odd, 
odd game show. It is. Because it's either nobody can get a question right or I don't get any questions right and somebody wins on the first contest. It's just a weird show. It, it dep- yeah, you every never day quite brings something different. Go. Uh, Big Five is coming up later as well. Tony Gwynn Jr. should be joining the show, like I said, sooner rather than later as the Padre game is already in the uh, – it's a final. It's actually gone is final Is it already now. over? It's gone final now. Royals do win at 1-0. Today, the final score in uh, what was the time of this game? I think it may have been two hours and seven minutes. If it just ended, well, if it started at twelve o'clock, I right? think it was twelve oh five. Twelve oh five. There's really nothing that gives me a time of game here yet. So, as soon as I get that information, I will pass. I'm going to scour the internet. But uh, it was a very fast game today. So. Tony is going to jump in the Pope Mobile. He'll be with us uh, sooner, as I said, sooner rather than later. The uh, March Madness continues throughout college basketball today. Right now, uh, 17th-ranked Tennessee in a dogfight with number 25, Missouri. They have about eight minutes to go. Tennessee leads 58-55. Uh, so that's a good ball game in the SEC. Earlier today, Alabama. Boy, this does my this warms my heart. This warms my heart, Scraby. Our guy, Brandon Miller, 18 points, 9 rebounds. Yeah. Alabama blew out Mississippi State, 72-49. Cannot wait. Cannot wait for Alabama to run smack dab into the karma that has to be waiting for them in the NCAA you know, tournament. And, I, and that's, you know what, that's not even picking on Brandon Miller. That's more picking on their coach and just the way they present themselves they get into fights, it seems like, every single game. They do. This they're, is a they're team very that, weird. This is a team. You know what they remind me of? The men's college basketball version of the Ray Lewis Baltimore Ravens. Just, yeah. They walk out on the court. They tell you they're going to kick your butt, and then they let you know about it as they're doing it. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess some people like that whole attitude thing. I'm not a fan. Uh, I'd love to see Alabama get beat. I used to root for them. I mean, nobody roots harder against Alabama football than I do. But that's not true. But now Alabama basketball is uh, is moved right alongside Nick Saban's club. I wanted to congratulate my favorite college football coach, Nick Saban. So. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. You're never going to have a clip that says, I want to congratulate my favorite basketball coach. Coach Nate Oates. Nate Oates, whatever the hell that guy is in Alabama. <laughs> I'm not yeah. a fan of the way he conducts things there I, um, at Alabama I watched, in any way, shape, or form. I watched the Brandon Miller press conference that he did the other day right. with, uh, with the media for the first time right. since He's everything. He's been pretty much exonerated from everything, right? Yeah, I've read... I read so, a lot about it yesterday as well, and I not to get into it, um, but if you would like to, ESPN did a whole breakdown. I I really, unless he's totally pulling the wool over my eyes, I, I really did feel like Brandon Miller was being genuine. So I'm glad that you said that your ire wasn't towards Brandon Miller. It was more towards the It's not coach. necessarily towards him. It's yeah. just the way the coach explained their decision to just totally not understand public perception. Wrong place, wrong time. And just stick him out in the lineup <laughs> and just shove it in our face. And then the whole the whole was pat the way, down thing was was strange. Well, the pat down thing was a definite mistake by yeah. Alabama and and the kids on that team, but uh anyway, eventually I'm you know what? The fact that I'm rooting for Alabama to get its karma it means, it's means they're probably going to win the national championship. Oh, no. Don't say that. I know. Don't throw it out uh, there. Real quick. The game today, two hours, four minutes. That was the final total the for final the Padre time, game. Yeah. Two hours and four minutes. That's well, crazy. All right. We're going to see. Let's let's start the clock going oh, right now. Oh, good point. Let's start the clock going now. What will be faster today? The game or, or the time <laughs> it takes Tony to get back to okay. Peoria yeah, I love this. to join the show? 
Hopefully he can join the show within two hours and four minutes. Uh, also earlier today in college hoops, top team in the Big Ten, Purdue, kind of scuffling, but they got through it. They beat Rutgers 70-65, to a similar game to what the Aztecs went through yesterday against Colorado State. Purdue had not played in the tournament. Rutgers had already played a couple of games. Purdue was rusty. They were able to hang on for the win. Top-ranked Houston beat East Carolina in the American Conference first round game 60 to 46 so uh that's the march madness that's the baseball the biggest story of the day though involves one of my all-time favorite active athletes we will explain when we come back as no uh, Gwen and chris gets underway for a friday happy you've joined us chris Ello, matt scraby and you until Tony Gwynn Jr. arrives on the scene. It is San Diego's number one sports talk station, 97.3 The Fan. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Matt Scraby, Chris Ello here at the Odyssey Palace. Tony in the Pope Mobile, the Tony Mobile, trying to get back from Surprise, Arizona. We did our whole history lesson yesterday on Goodyear, so later today I'm going to have to do a history lesson on why Surprise is named Surprise. Hmm. But uh, that'll be for another time in the show. We got a couple news items to talk to you about before we get into Chris's topic that he teased. Uh, Craig Stammen left the game against the Royals today in the eighth inning with with a shoulder injury, according to Bob Melvin. That's not um, that. There's no other information other than the fact that he exited the game with a shoulder injury. Yeah, Stammen uh, today through two thirds of an inning had a strikeout and then had to exit the game. This is not great news for Craig Stammen, no. who was uh, one of everybody's all time favorites yep. on this Padre roster. But you have to think he was a long shot to make this team yeah. heading into spring training, and now a shoulder injury going to set him back. Most likely. It will. Make it yeah. more difficult. If we hear anything more, we'll give it to you as the show goes along, but I doubt we would today. Uh, but if we do, we will tell you. Now, the other one is rumors from Patrick Saunders, our guy from the Rockies that we had on a, a, maybe a month ago or so. He is saying that there is some interest between Jerickson Profar and the Rockies. So yeah. that home run the other day may have uh, helped Jerickson Profar. Which this is interesting for a couple reasons because I guess Jerickson Profar is commanding or he will, he will get uh, a little bit more money because they need him badly and also that means that he would end up being here at Petco Park on opening day for another team which would be strange yes if he does uh, wind up hooking yeah. up with the Rockies well of course uh, Profar when he hit the home run the other night for the uh, K of N <laughs> the K of N thank you the Kingdom of the Netherlands um, <laughs> he put his uh, hand up to his. Ear. Up to his ear yeah. as if to say, somebody call me. Well, they did. And apparently the Rockies have. Uh, the Rockies are desperate. I mean, first of all, they have a bad team. Second of all, their starting second baseman is out for the entire season, Brendan Rodgers. Their starting center fielder, Randall, Randall Gritchuk, mm, will oh, open yeah. the season on the injured list. Uh, Chris Bryant is like one play away from going back on the injured list. I mean, he always sad is. Sad to say, but it's Sad true. to say, but true. Charlie Blackman is 57 years old. 
So, but he Rocky, still is a Padres killer. He still kills the Padres. Yeah, you're right about that. But uh, no, Jerks and Profar fit well with the Rockies. I, I, I will say this for Profar. Yeah, please. If Profar came back for the Padres, he'd be kind of a bit part of everything. Play once a week, twice a week, yeah. defensive replacement, that Maybe type a of thing. DH here and there. Yeah, if somebody got injured, then he'd get into the lineup. With the Rockies, he's going to be a star of the team. He can play every I mean, day. He can play almost every day for that team. So, uh, in that regard, I think it would be good for Jerks and Profar. I hope that his patience is rewarded. Me too. I do. He deserves it. Yeah, he's a, he's a good dude. Good dude. Yeah. Uh, good fan of uh, Jerks and Profar. Uh, all right. How about uh, oh, one more quick note on yes. the Padres? You Darvish made his oh good good point WBC debut for Team Japan. Three innings allowed, three hits, and three runs. Gave up a home run. Yes, he did. But he was named the winning pitcher as Japan won its game over Korea 13-4. to I think Hassan Kim's on that Korean team. He is. He went head first sliding into home plate, and somehow his helmet stayed on. I saw that. I don't you understand. You tweeted it. that out. Yeah, I don't understand. His like, helmet why comes can't off. the Padres get a similar helmet for him? Get him a chin strap or something. Well, get him the same helmet that he used in uh, yeah. Korea. It's like he, he a little puff of wind will blow his Padres helmet right off. No kidding. Yeah. Not the Korea As soon helmet. as he steps out of the batter's box, he leaves his helmet <laughs> at home plate he pretty much when he's with the Padres. Yeah, somebody get him a somebody call the Korean equipment manager and figure Find out, out what is figure going out on. what the deal is with the helmet he has in Korea and get Ha Song Kim a helmet that fits. Uh all right. One of my favorite active athletes is I, I still have no idea who this is. Tua Tonga Vailoa. Who else? Oh, oh, oh. Dolphins today. Uh sources are saying that the Dolphins are going to exercise their fifth year option. On quarterback Tua Tonga-Vailoa. Now, this uh, locks him in uh, for next season on a $23-plus-million-dollar contract, fully guaranteed. Uh, this means a few things, in my mind, Scraby. One, the Dolphins are now backing up what they keep saying. What they've said all along is that they're committed to Tua Tonga-Vailoa as their starting quarterback, but their actions showed me and others that they weren't really committed to him. They wanted to do everything they possibly could to try to bring Lamar Jackson to Miami. And I think the fact is that they just don't see that happening now. So they got to go ahead and, you know, tidy things up with Tua to make sure that he's taken care of. Yeah, you don't want him to. You don't want him to have a lame duck season. So, yeah, it looks like Miami's going to go with Tua Tonga as their quarterback uh, in the near future. But this ends all hope. Of getting Lamar Jackson. I don't think that's true. Oh, yes, it does. No, I don't think so. A $23 million contract? What, are they going to add a $500 million contract at the same position? Maybe try to trade him? Yeah, I I don't see that If you land Lamar Jackson, you're trading Tua. Yeah, well, I don't see them landing Lamar Jackson any longer, and I think that's why they've gone ahead and made this decision to uh, exercise their option on Tua Tonga-Vailoa. That is the correct pronunciation I believe so. Unlike yeah. some of the others that yeah. we've heard in the past. We've heard a lot in the past. Yes, we have. Yes, I'm trying to find them. Tua yeah. Tagovailoa. Who is that again? It's Rick Ross. Rick. Tua Tagovailoa. And then the guy, Roger Goodell, the commissioner. Tua Tagovailoa. And then the and then night. the unknown voice, which is the best of all. Well, you have to you have to have me. I didn't know you were going to be bringing this up, or else <laughs> I would have I would have had it ready. <laughs> Let's hear the, uh, the I'm last trying. one. I'm trying. Just for fun. I'm trying. Just for fun. 
Tua Tagovola. Yeah, that's way off. That's way off. Right. That was that was not my decision. Whoever's voice that was. That was not your decision no. to play that clip. No. Tua Yeah, you don't like to play that clip, but I, I like don't. it when you play that clip because <laughs> it makes me laugh every single time. All right, uh, any other uh, news items we need to get to? Um, well, there apparently, is. Go ahead. I, I think we're going in the same direction, but apparently the Padres, I missed this yesterday, and I, I don't know why I missed this. I looked at the athletic, but apparently the Padres offered Aaron Judge like $415 million, and he turned it down to stay with the Yankees. But How much did he end up taking with the Yankees? I mean, um, once he went with the Yankees, I kind of just put him out of my me mind. Me too. Me too. So I don't even remember what his total... His total figure was with the Yankees. Nine years, $360 million, so, so the Padres were going to offer him $55 more million than that. We don't know the years that I've seen, at least. But, yeah, but an overall package worth $5 million more. My, my you know friend what? asked me, why would they do this? And the reason was, well, maybe. I, I, I don't know this to be the reason. My thoughts were, why not offer him a contract and see if he says yes? And then you can go from there because you're adding a great player. So well, you that- can adjust. It just leads me to believe that Peter Seidler is, you know, everything he says he is, which is committed That's also beyond reasonable expectations to yeah. bring a winning championship team to San Diego and doing whatever it's going to take. Don't forget, if he, if they if they did offer $415 million, it's all really academic now. I mean, Darren Judge is with the Yankees, so uh, it really doesn't matter. They could have offered him a billion dollars. He didn't take it, so... Yeah. It doesn't really matter what they offered. But remember, they apparently made over a $300 million offer to Trey Turner, too. Right? They did, Before yes, they got Xander right. Bogarts. You're I mean, right. God love you, Xander. We think you're terrific, but you were not our first choice. <laughs> That's, I guess, true. I mean, you know, the Padres went after Judge. They went after Trey Turner. Didn't they put an offer in on, uh, who was the pitcher, Verlander or somebody mm. else? I don't remember. I mean... It doesn't seem to matter who's out there in the free agent. That's why that's why the Padres are keeping alive in their fans' minds the hope that they're going to work something out for Shohei Otani. I mean, I don't see how it's even remotely possible. I don't either, but you're right. That it, they could get Shohei Otani. We've been, pro- we've been proven we've otherwise. We've been so many, proven wrong so many yeah. times. But now that they've got Bogarts, he's locked up. they got Tatis, he's locked up. Darvish, he's locked up. Musgrove, he's locked up. Suarez, he's locked up. Nick Martinez, he's locked up. And then, oh, by the way, Manny Machado's got one of the richest contracts in the history of baseball. And, and you've got to resign or you got to extend you're gonna, Juan Soto at Apparently, some point. you're going to extend Juan Soto here Josh sometime soon. Josh Hader sometime soon. How are you possibly going to fit in <laughs> Shohei Otani on top of all of that? We've been saying this since they signed Manny Machado. But every Machado. time we say that, they go ahead and, you know, like Do you said, they, they prove us completely wrong. So. We will uh, we will have to see exactly what happens there. Uh, a couple of other quick baseball notes today. Otani, speaking of Otani, had a, a big game in that. Uh, He's having a big World Baseball in Classic that, uh, so far. Japan victory over uh, South Korea, the thirteen to four game. Otani um, doubled uh, RBI single. He's four for seven with two doubles, three RBIs, four walks in the uh, tournament so far, and that was the game that Darvish got the win. For Team Japan. So I, I guess without keeping complete track of all of this stuff, Japan is off to a good start yes, in they that are. group. And the uh, Kingdom of Netherlands is off to a good start in their group. They are. And then the United States, when does their group start? Tomorrow, Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. On Tomorrow Fox. night. Who do they play? 
They, you know? Oh, man. You, I know, keep... you don't even know their opponent. No, I do know their opponent. No, you don't. Uh, Great Britain. Great Britain. Great Britain? Yes. Really? I believe so, yeah. Great Britain going to drink a little tea? Maybe, maybe. Bring some crumpets? No, remember they have Trace Thompson on the team. So what? I was just saying, like, there's <laughs> they a recognizable have, They have major one recognizable name on the Great Britain team. The Great Britain team, you know, you can't sleep on them, Chris. Can't never... go to sleep on Great Britain when it comes to Good, uh, World I, I, Baseball Classic. It's on at 6 p.m. tomorrow for us. All right, at 6 p.m. start tomorrow. All right, finally, at long last, the United States team will get into action. All right. Uh, Chris we'll... Matt is going to be starting today. Chris Matt? Or he already did, actually. Who he, did he uh, pitch for? The uh, Colombian team. The Colombian team. They played Mexico, and Julio Urias, or Urias was the other starting pitcher. So that was a pretty good game there, too. Well, who won that game? The, you know what the World Baseball Classic website does really poorly? Is they don't give you scores, even though the game is already over. I don't see a score anywhere on that I know, game. But it... Oh, wait. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Well, go ahead and talk your way out of this. Oh, no. What'd you do? It's tomorrow. Oh. See? So 11.30 a.m. our time So Chris Mount starts tomorrow. Yes, on Fox. So both games are on Fox that you can watch. That was really embarrassing. Well, it's not. For you, it's really not embarrassing because it's just kind of par for the course. So I was doing so If it was me week. that made that kind of mistake, it might be a little oh, bit yeah? embarrassing. Oh, yeah? Uh, at some point on the program... You will have a chance to uh, cash in and get a pair of tickets to a Padres spring training game at the Peoria Sports Complex. You'll also be qualified for the grand prize, two tickets to a Padres spring training game, $500 Southwest gift card to get you there, a $500 Visa gift card to find a place to stay. Go to PeoriaSportsComplex.com for tickets and information. When we come back, we'll hear from the skipper, Bob Melvin, and also have a segment uh, talking about Padres baseball I'm not quite sure what it's called, but it's a variation of sports court, and it's coming up when Gwen and Chris returns. All right, welcome back to the program. The clock is ticking on Tony Gwynn Jr. He doesn't know it. <laughs> he does not. But the clock is ticking on him. The Padres-Royals game took two hours and four minutes this afternoon in spring training. The game was played in Surprise, Arizona, which I don't believe is all that far away from Peoria. I mean, it's a, it's a ways. But it it's, is. It's and not, the traffic is terrible, I looked. Yes, it's not a good traffic day there. But uh, we're trying to see if Tony Gwynn Jr. can beat that time, two hours and four minutes, to get back to his palatial estate and join us for the program. So stay tuned to see how long it takes Tony <laughs> to get back. I'm sure he loves that. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be pleased to know that we're talking about this. Uh, there is a breaking story in the world of the national... Football wow. League. a boy, Scraby. You were kind of on it there. I was definitely on it. Not no, I was expecting the uh, breaking news sounder. But oh, you, oh. You got second best. Okay. The Chicago Bears, owners of the number one pick in the upcoming National Football League draft, are no longer owners of the number one pick in the upcoming National Football League draft. What happened? They have traded the number one pick. <laughs> what happened? What happened? I don't know. They have traded the number one pick to the Carolina Panthers. This just in. The Panthers send the Bears wide receiver DJ Moore and four draft picks, including a number one. Is amazing for the Bears. Is that a blockbuster deal? That's a blockbuster. Justin Fields now has DJ Moore and Chase Claypool. 
Um, and, and, he a good has, defense. and he has the peace of mind knowing that the Bears are not going to draft a quarterback at number True. one. True. Another, so, and they can get another wide receiver or some offensive line help. Yeah, they need some more help for him. But Justin Fields is going to be the Chicago Bears quarterback. Uh, that is a done deal. If it wasn't already, uh, the Bears have traded their number one uh, overall draft choice to the Carolina Panthers. And I guess that brings up the question now, who are the Panthers going to draft with the number one pick. Maybe this is why they weren't interested in Lamar Jackson. Well, they said they weren't. Um, I, I I would go with the kid from Ohio State. Bryce Young? No. C.J. Stroud, is it? Oh, Bryce Young, duh. Yeah, yeah Bryce Young, Alabama. Sorry, yeah. yeah, I would go with Stroud. But I'm bucking the, uh, the, the common thinking here. Most everybody expert, you know, and I put that in quotations, air quotes, the experts out there all say that Bryce Young is the guy yeah. to take at quarterback, and uh, most say that C.J. Stroud is quite a ways behind Bryce Young, but I don't know. Eye test is all I can go by, Yeah, and C.J. Stroud just bigger, stronger, I, I buy into that. I buy into the bigger, stronger, faster in the NFL, but then you got guys like Carson Wentz who are big and strong. and Oh, there's no guarantee yeah. on anybody. There's absolutely no guarantee on anybody. You know, but yeah, I do. I would go with the more sturdy quarterback if I were the Carolina Panthers, but I'm not. And they will do what it is <laughs> that they must do come draft day in April. So there you go. The Bears trade the number one overall pick to the. Uh, oh boy, was that a bear or was that a panther? Oh, that's a great question. I think, I think that that's sounds a more like a sounds more like a tiger. It is a tiger, actually. But it, tigers and panthers are the same. I don't think a bear is a. They're feline. not the same. I don't think a bear a is tiger a, and a panther are not the same. But they're, they're no, in the same family. Exactly. That's why okay. they have the same roar. All right, there you have it. Uh, all right, let's get into some uh, Padre stuff. Bob Melvin today, prior to the spring training one nothing loss to the Kansas City Royals, met with the media today. Uh, among the topics that Bob discussed today was Drew Pomerantz. And uh, Pomerantz uh, was scheduled to throw against some hitters today in a live BP. Here's Bomel. With him at this point, with what we've been through with him, it's more about how he feels and what, you know, after this outing. And then we'll discuss what the next step is uh, as a group, depending on how he's feeling. It's a big day, though. Yeah, for sure. Face yeah. hitters. Yep. And, you know, he's he's tired of rehabbing he wants to get back doing what he's used to doing is he about on track with what you thought he would be coming into spring training or behind not really sure yet you know it's all about being ready at the end if there's a potential for that then that's what he's pushing for but obviously how he feels in each and every each and every outing that he has is going to dictate how far we go with him that a boy, Sammy Lev. Way to put Bob <laughs> Melvin's feet to the fire. Yeah, you know what I like about Bob too is he doesn't just say generic things. Even when he can say generic things, he kind of makes it a little bit more interesting. Tries to give you a little something. Yeah, and usually he'll go he, he, like he says yes or no or whatever, but then he gives you more, and I appreciate that. He tries to give you something even when you don't ask. A, and I'm not saying that those were not good questions. There, yeah, but I'm yeah. just saying if you don't ask Bob Melvin a great question. He won't give you the look and say, that's a terrible question. I really have no answer for you. He will try to conjure something up. So he's not Tommy Lasorda? Yeah, God, Tommy Lasorda would just throw food at you or something and tell you to get out of his office. 
I can't think of a more miserable human being in my life than Tommy Lasorda. What about how was Earl Weaver? I didn't never interview Earl Weaver, so I have no idea what Earl was like. Uh, he was before my time in that regard. <laughs> I'm sure umpires would tell you that Earl Weaver was among the most oh, yeah. miserable, but Tommy Lasorda had his moments arguing with umpires. Maybe not, uh, maybe not as famous as Earl Weaver. But just as foul-mouthed and just as aggressive, Tommy Lasorda going out to argue with umpires. It was, uh, yeah, I, I, I hate to say something when a, when a man has passed, you know, and yeah, is yeah. looked upon fondly by most people. But I'm sorry, I must. I, it's just the honest, must. It's the honest truth. Tommy Lasorda was a miserable person to deal with off camera. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Bob Melvin, certainly the opposite of that. And uh, he uh, was happy to share with us today some of the adjustments that uh, Matt Carpenter slash Dave Magadan uh, <laughs> made last season to get himself back in the groove and, uh, f- you know, eventually earn the attention of the Padres. The, the sample size of his production and the at-bats that he had was, I mean, off the charts. So... He obviously did something and, and found something that has worked for him where he you know, had to make some changes. And when you're at that point in time in your career um, and the numbers aren't looking so good for, for a period of time, sometimes it's a significant change. And whatever he's done has really worked for him. What does it say to you that he did that, that he was willing to do that? I mean, he spent time in the minor league last year. That's yeah, well, I mean, sometimes that's what you have to do. You get humbled a little bit and and have to force to make some changes, and obviously he's made the right ones. Yeah, just the grit and the determination to yeah. do that. I mean, yeah, it's cool. yeah I, I didn't know that uh, Matt Carpenter went actually down to the minor leagues to get him get his act back together but I, I kind of sort of remember that Did you kind of sort of remember yeah, that yeah well that's the kind of information the hard hitting information that we need to know about on this show is I didn't remember that it you kind of sort of know I, I didn't remember it until Bob Melvin said it though. those are very interesting factoids yeah. you share with people that you kind of sort of know about uh, I will say this if Matt Carpenter does again this season what he did last season and paces out over an entire year, he will hit over 55 home runs this year. <laughs> wow, that's a lot. Because he hit one home run every three games he played last year. He played, well, almost. He played 47 games and hit 15 home runs. So that is practically one every three games. So if you pencil it out over 162 games, he'd be on pace to hit about 53 home runs. I'll give him 49. Okay I'll give him 49, but I don't know if he can get to 50. He did once hit 36 in a year for St. Louis in 2018. So well, that's that's kind of recent, too. It's fairly recent. I mean, it's five, five years season, ago, yeah. five seasons ago. Uh, he played in 156 games that year, so he was pretty much, he was an everyday guy and then some. But uh, yeah, I'm not suggesting Matt Carpenter is going to hit 53 home runs, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Just saying. All right, here's the other one that I wanted to cat touch on with Bob Melvin. Talking about Juan Soto and the early success that he had at the plate in spring training before leaving to join DR. Well, I know his numbers are like 800 in the games that we have him, and I know on the backfields he's been felt really good too. So, you know, we've said all along, you know, starting here fresh, new season, spring training, being around this group, you're going to start to see what Juan Soto's all about back of his baseball card doesn't lie. I don't know how much have you seen of it, but it certainly seems like the swing is kind of back to where 
we're used to seeing in yeah, that. For sure. You know, all fields, power, you know, it's just kind of who he is. I think the one thing that, you know, for him, he's not going to be able to banter with the catchers as much as he normally does because we were thinking about setting up a group session with the catchers just so he can talk a little trash to him because that's what he's used to doing. Uh, but he's not going to have as much time to do that this year. Well, I know where Tony is. Tony Wynn Jr. hard hitting question there. He he was do he was he's speaking to Bob Melvin right now. That a boy, Tony. Yeah. That a boy. Uh, Juan Soto total stats spring training for the Padres: eight hits and eleven at bats, seven twenty seven batting average, <laughs> one home run, seven RBIs, slugging percentage twelve seventy three, OPS the same as the year we're living in. Still twenty 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 three. I I'm you know I'm really disappointed. God. I'm really disappointed for Juan that he's not going to win the Cactus League MVP because of that that calf injury. Yeah, you got to give down. it to somebody on the Royals. I mean, they're twelve and two now. <sighs> Come on, the Royals are running away with the Cactus League, Scraby. Yeah, it can't be Juan Soto getting the MVP. So, all right, uh, do you want to get into some of your? Uh, uh, let's let's save it for later. You want to table that for yeah, a little bit later it, on? Well, basically, I wanted to do a sports court, but then I realized more so we can't do one because Tony's not here. We need three people, but so I turned it into like a advice segment about people and their Padres related stuff. So maybe we'll do it later today or next week sometime. All right. Well, that's that's a great tease right there. Uh, make sure you uh, stay tuned every single day, every single day next every week single and minute. beyond, because you never know when we may do that segment that we had no idea what the segment really if was. We well, I have it ready. So if we don't do it today, I will say right now we're doing it on Monday. Okay. Well, what are we going to do now then? Mr. Bright, Mr. Bright, Mr. Bright guy, <laughs> Mr. Bright. Mr. Bright guy. We have three or four minutes here. You got to come up with something. Um. Well, if you would, like I know to one talk thing about... that I know one thing. The Dodgers didn't have anybody injured today that I know of. Well, that's good for them. Kind of heartbroken about that. No, I do want to talk about this countdown that we're about to do, Chris, because I've been trying to study my my different Aztecs men's basketball players over the years, and I know that Tony Gwynn will be on my list. I just yeah. don't know. Now, I also thought he had the school record for number of assists, but he does not have the school record for number of assists. That goes to another guy named Keith Smith. So Who? Yeah. That's, uh don't know Keith Smith. It's saying nineteen eighty one and eighty two. No, Tony Gwynn Jr. is the all-time assist Tony leader. Tony Gwynn Sr. Tony Gwynn Jr., yeah. Tony Gwynn Sr. is the all-time They're assist They're saying leader. he's the fifth right here with 164, so I don't know what's going on with Keith Smith. But anyway, there are a lot of I don't know, where are you names. looking? Uh, bas- uh, sports reference, like college basketball reference. Yeah, well, <laughs> you got to go to, like, the Aztec record book here. Tony Gwynn is the all-time assist leader at San Diego State. That is fact. I see. I see where it is now. I that see where it fact. is now. It, he's Okay, so he did play for San Diego State, but he also played at a different school. I don't know why they're um, mixing those two stats in, but that is why Keith Smith is the number one. I don't even one. know who Keith Smith is. Yeah, so. he played two seasons with uh, San Diego State. Well, yeah, he didn't have more assists than Tony Gwynn. So At San Diego safe. State. Yeah, you're confusing everybody, and you've been doing it all day long. No, I haven't. In just the first hour of the show, yes, you gave out wrong information last segment about Nabil Krismat potentially starting for Columbia. Thankfully, and, I and caught my mistake. Thought, thankfully, I caught well, my thankfully, mistake. Thankfully, I caught your mistake on this one. No, you. Oh, oh, this one. Yes. Yes, I caught. You caught your own mistake. I but caught it's, your it's other mistake. But it's technically if if You've you made did two play huge for, mistakes not, here in the opening hour of the show. Why would they reference a guy who didn't play at San Diego State for all of his career in the record books on a very reputable website, Chris? I can't help you. Missouri beat Tennessee 79-71. That's a final just in in the 
SEC tournament. So Missouri will play my favorite, Alabama, in the semifinals. Um, Big Ten semifinal, Ohio State advanced today. Over Michigan State, they will play Purdue. So that is some of the uh, college basketball action. Aztecs play later this evening. Semifinal game against San Jose State. The other Mountain West semi will be Boise State and Utah State. A lot of states there. There is a San Diego State, San Jose State, Boise State, and Fresno State. As Jesse Agler would say, a directional school. A directional uh, semifinal. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Scraby, but none of those four are actual states. Fresno, Boise. Not Fresno. Fresno. Oh, Utah. That's a state. Utah State. There you go. Yeah, Utah State, Boise State, San Jose State, San Diego State. All right, next time you're going to just wipe out an entire segment on me and make me talk off the top of my head for five minutes, let me know. Well, next time you want to get to the segment a little bit sooner, let me know. I, I see. I see, he says. All right, Daily Gambit's coming up, including... Academy Award odds. Yes. Lots Scraby's of those. got some fun ones. What are the odds that Jimmy Kimmel will be slapped <laughs> on stage? There is an odd for that. There are odds for that. Yeah, that and all the sports stuff in the Daily Gambit win. We return with hour number two of Gwyn and Chris. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.